As you're listening to me, Daisy, Apple's iPhone disassembly robot, is dismantling an iPhone into lots of recyclable parts. That's how Apple recovers more materials than conventional recycling methods. Thanks, Daisy. There's more to iPhone. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. This is a podcast from The Times. Go to thetimes.co.uk. Thanks for joining me in another um, game podcast bonus. And with me is is Patty. Patty, on Monday, uh, you wrote a column. Um, I, I thought actually quite a well thought out column. You know, given that we've had the initial reaction, uh, and now maybe you've had a few more days, we can be a little bit more reflective uh, dealing with race in uh, in football and, and, and racial abuse. Um, and obviously, there's a link to the allegations uh, against John Terry and Luis Suarez. Uh, but I want to start with something else just about race in the game. And I'm going to read you. These quotes are from Dave Whelan. Um, Dave Whelan is the Wigan owner. Um, he's also a former professional. He's a self-made man. He's a northerner. Um, and he's also a man of a, of a certain age. I, I, I find, the reason I point this out is I find this appalling. I don't know if there's some kind of generational shift yep. here. Um, and uh, Dave Whelan said, and I quote, if a white man insults a black man, that's big, big news. But if a black man insults a white man, that's nothing and it's expected. I think we should forget color. And, you know, it doesn't bother anybody. Sometimes a footballer, when they're playing at such a level where the stress there is, well, if they call somebody white, if they call somebody black, you just got to get on with it. Um, you know, I think the players who come out and complain about this, sometimes they're a little bit out of order. Um, now, I... I see this, and I, I, it's easy to get quoted out of context and whatever else, but this kind of seems to me goes back to the old thing about, well, it happens on the pitch, stays on the pitch, Anton Ferdinand, Patrice Evra, shut up and just deal with it. Mm, I, well, have we reached a level where it really doesn't matter? No, uh, definitely not. <clears throat> and I, In fact, I think the, the direction in which society is going is the opposite direction, and I rather agree with that. I, um, I think that, you know, there used to be a, a saying that you can call somebody... A, there, there used to be a sort of theory that you could call... You can call somebody a bold so-and-so, or you can call someone a Scottish so-and-so, or a ginger so-and-so, or a fat so-and-so, um, as part of the, you know, to and fro of the game. Uh, and therefore, why shouldn't you be able to call him a, a black so-and-so? Uh, I mean, I think that is... Uh, uh, it, it, the consensus of society is that that's nonsense. Um, In five hundred years of slavery and oppression, yes, I, I, that too. exactly. You just can't, <laughs> you can't uh, ignore that. So, 
Um, yeah, I, I just think it is something that has to be avoided. It obviously offends people. I mean, I don't get offended by being called bald, and um, uh, you know that that's all right. But uh, I would, if I were black, I would offend. To, uh, I would be really upset if my entire sort of ethnic uh, group was was insulted in that way. So. Yeah, I just think it's an old-fashioned attitude. Um, and I, I'm, I'm not saying for a moment that Dave Whelan has, has had a racist uh, bone in his body. In fact, the, a little bit that was in the quote, which um, which we ought to add, is that the game is football, whether you're white, black, pink, red, it doesn't matter, we're all equal and we all play football and we should get on with it. And I think, you know, hurrah to that. I think we all agree with that. So, Dave... Um, you know, isn't some complete monster. But um, I remember, never forget, having a conversation with a, a woman who, of about my age. I'm, I'm in my mid-60s. Uh, she would be pr- actually probably a bit older. Um, it was after the Ron Atkinson incident. You remember that, when he uh, said a, 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 a completely taboo word, by mistake and possibly with irony, but, I mean bang that was virtually the end of his broadcasting career and we were discussing it with with, a, with an element of sadness actually because, because Ron Atkinson is certainly not a racist um, and has contributed to the rise of black players in English football however I said to this woman and she sort of she was quiet and she said I used to be a, a magistrate and part of our training as white people of at, at that time was that we were told Assume that you are a racist when you're judging people. Assume that you are a racist because you probably are, because of your background and the era in which you grew up. And I've never forgotten that. And I've always been, tried to be conscious of it uh, in, in my own sort of writing and, and so on. I just think that sometimes people get overtaken by the world. And, and that's true in terms of black-white relationships. Also, I mean, I've, uh, you know, I'm white and I've been around a long, long time and I've never been called a white so-and-so by a black person. You know, uh, I've never I, hung out at uh, Mugabe's house, have you? <laughs> well, maybe I've just stayed out of troublesome areas. But, uh, but, 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 but you know, but Patty, but that's the point. When you say in your experience you've never been called that, I, a lot of us would say that that is a difference between calling somebody a white so-and-so and yeah. a black so-and-so. Yeah. It's the enduring power relation. And that if you are in a place where white people have been oppressed, and yeah. let's face it, there aren't too many in the world, but certainly you could argue that Mugabe Zimbabwe is one, yeah. that there being called uh, a white so-and-so you know, could somehow be equivalent to being called a black so-and-so here because of yeah. the, the power relation over there. But I, I, th- I think to, to find an equivalence in it here is is inappropriate. Yeah. But more to the point, nobody's called anybody a white so-and-so. And that, that's what get me gets me about Whelan's comments. He's basically saying, you know, it's on the pitch. Let it stay on the pitch. Yeah. Grow up. The only reason we're talking about it is that adjective in front of the C word. Yes. Um, in, in certainly in, in the alleged yes. uh, uh, Terry Ferdinand case. Yes. You know, if if, if he had called him a, a Cockney yes. C word, and, and obviously there Terry would be insulting himself as well, but you, you get my drift. Yeah. I, would that be 
would, 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 would that be so bad? What, what, what if he'd called no, them a mixed be. race, it, it, which, it, which Ferdinand is, by the way? <laughs> yes. Uh, and yes, absolutely. I, I can remember Stan Collymore ringing me up uh, when Barack Obama was, uh, was uh, elected. And he said, it's really annoying me as a person of mixed race that everyone's saying, oh, fantastic historical event. America's got its first black president. He said it hasn't. It's got its first mixed race president. And, and that's different. So I mean, that was probably a, more obviously unfamiliar with the with the so-called one-drop rule, um, which if you grew up and if you went to University of the States around the time yeah, I did, and yeah. Obama's a few years older than me, but yeah. it's basically the reality is that if you are in any part. If you look anything other than white, yes, you are black. Yes, uh, and and that's the reality, well, and that's I, the. I used to. I had a friend, uh, um, a, a journalist called Emma Lindsay, who had a black father and a white mother, and was. I thought obviously of mixed race, and she 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 mentioned we were having a chat once, and she said, "Well, as a black person, I, I said you're not black, Emma. You're no more black than you're white." And she said, oh, yes, I am. Because if yeah. you're not white, you're black. Because that is the way society treats you. So anyway, you learn from right. all of those things. One thing you don't do, I don't think, is you use it in, in an, you use skin color in an insult. I mean, it's just turning your back on history. I think Dave's got it completely, Dave Whelan's got it completely wrong. Um, but I don't think we'd lamb, we should lambast him about it. I think we should discuss it exactly as we are doing. Final point on this. Um, um, at the weekend, I, in one of the columns I wrote, I, I tried to look at it from Scooter Moore's perspective and that of the mm. Premier League. And, yeah. and I think right now he's thinking, uh-oh, this is really bad. Two yes. racial incidents yes. in yes. two weeks. You know, we've <clears throat> largely, we've almost entirely eliminated racist abuse in the stands. Yes. And how we've got, and that's been part of the, the appeal, I think, of the Premier League Very going with the product so. and so on. Very much so. I know we've got two of our employees, um, you know, making accusations like this. Um, now, there is a scenario where everything's fine, where it turns out that both cases were one giant misunderstanding and they all come out arm in arm. Yeah. But the reality is, whether these people are acquitted for insufficient evidence, whether they're found guilty, the, 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 there's going to be a certain uncomfortable stench that's going to remain for how long? If the FA don't get to this, um, it, the, the stench will never go away. Um, and I think that, uh, that, the F, that the FA, as well as the Premier League, have to bear this in mind. Bear in mind that this is the FA when you get a single monkey chant in Poggarizza or, or something. You know, they, they, they want the Montenegrin FA banned and, and having to play behind. So the, the FA have this very laudable zero tolerance. So they, if they're going to apply it all over the world when their players are, are uh, abused, uh, then they have to apply it internally as well. And I think that also, I think we have to look at precedents here. We have to look at the precedent. If Rio Ferdinand is banned for eight months for missing a drug test uh, less than a decade ago, if Eric Cantona is banned for eight months for kicking out at a fan in, in an incident which was also dealt with more leniently by the, by the criminal courts, um, then it's quite difficult to argue that if either John Terry or Luis Suarez is found guilty, that their um, suspension should be much less than that. Um, we're talking the, the rest of the season. 
So the, it's a big, big issue, this. Um, on the other hand, if they are innocent and their accusers turn out to be false accusers, and that would be particularly serious in the case of Patrice Evra, since Ferdinand's accusation seems to be based more on assumption than on hearing, uh, whereas Evra claimed to have heard it ten times, then they should be uh, suspended for a long, long time. Well, maybe I'm naive, but like Richard Scudamore, I'm hoping that this will all end with both sides saying, oh, I'm sorry, it was a huge, huge misunderstanding. I misheard. I can see why you would have been upset. Oh, yes, we're all friends now. Maybe that's the only way this whole thing goes away. Takes me back to Chicago in 1919. I wasn't there, but I'm saying, say it ain't so, Joe. helps you control which apps you share your exact location with. There's more to iPhone. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.